Alright, welcome back to the Bricks Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Hosni Mubarak. Jo- thank you for joining me today, and I'm glad that you are actually um, listening in. And um, of course, I hope that by the end of this podcast, you'll have been able to benefit quite a lot, quite a chunk from everything that we'll have discussed. And as always, this is mainly for first-time entrepreneurs, and um, they have no business idea as to how to actually run their businesses. Of course, there is a lot of um, work that goes behind the scenes, so they may not be well equipped with some of this information, and this is just to help them you know, be able to give them some direction and perspective as well. Of course, when you have a talent, when you have an idea, it doesn't mean that um, you, you, have, you necessarily have a strategy with it that goes along with it, that sees to it that it stays long on the market. There's a lot that goes on behind the scenes, as I already told you, but of course, um, sometimes there's a lot of work also that is required for you to get to know what and how things get done behind the scenes. <laughs> you know, So that is why I actually have this podcast in the first place, so that it can give you dimension and perspective. And also for people who are you know, just entrepreneurs in general, and you just want to get an extra tip or two, as to how to be able to run your business efficiently. This is also for you as well. And if you do not fit any of these two categories, well, you are welcome to leave because most of the information that is that will be talked about here will, mm, will only be for those two particular people. And, well, if, if, you, if you do not suit to sit in this kind of listening, then I would suggest that you go do something else. Like for real, because it will be a waste of your time. So anyway, now um something quite important, very important, very very important. Of course everything we talk about is important, but this one is a little bit more important. It's important. You know, so the subject of feedback. Feedback is the response that we get from potential customers, potential customers, not not friends, not family, not relatives not acquaintances feedback is that response that that knowledge that information that you get from the people that would be likely to buy your product if it were finished by the way i would very much encourage that you get feedback before you start soliciting for feedback before you get to release before you release your product or idea you know grandly because the feedback will actually be able to guide you to help you get to understand the weaknesses of your business, how to make it better, and how to improve some things here and there. But if you do not seek the feedback before you actually launch the business, you find that you've used, you've spent a lot of money to make grand mistakes, mistakes that are very hard to repair along the way, and you will find yourself suffering a lot of loss as well. So it is very important for you to actually seek feedback before you launch the product and get to hear from your potential clients. As it is, we're going to talk about five tips, five things that you can actually consider whilst seeking feedback, things that you should keep in your mind, things that you should consider, things that you should actually you know, walk up with to the person who you are going to consult or probably the people who you're going to consult. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm having a bit of a 
funny throat but anyway um what i'm trying to say is that um the, the feedback that you will get will actually give you a lot of direction so the first and most important one the first and most important one is you need to ask for potential clients you need to ask potential clients you need to ask people who if your product was finished they would be the ones to buy it like the product that you are producing of course we spoke earlier about um producing a product for a particular group of people you know and if you're producing a product for everyone then that is that 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 is a shame that is a sheer mistake because everyone cannot buy your product you see everyone cannot have your product if your product can be had can be purchased sorry by everyone then you are producing a substandard product your product does not really fit the um it does not really fit the it, it is not fit for consumption in other words brutally saying so if you are going to seek feedback do not go to your family members do not go to friends do not go to i mean because you know the problem with friends and family is that they will try to sugarcoat for you the problem you know they will try to tell it to you but then they do not want to hurt your feelings and i mean because they have uh, that they have an emotional attachment to you so they may not want to hurt your feelings and then they they may even leave out some important things that you actually need to know that will help you be able to shape you know the product into a finer output so if you, if you're soliciting feedback i know it is very tempting to ask your friends cuz they'll make you feel good we always want to feel good and all but when it comes to feedback you just need to brace yourself and be able to get to understand what it is that is wrong with your product so that by the time you come to sell it i mean there, there is no defect you have not spent um a lot of money in making a mistake but rather in making something that people are going to be willing to buy and not only will you be able to actually cover back your costs of production but you'll also be able to make worthwhile profits you know so of course get people who are not connected to you not related to you and now for feedback majorly you may you may just ask people randomly but if you have um like a specific category of people then it would be best and most effective for you to ask them because then they'll be able to give you more directed directed um feedback they'll be able to tell you why it would not work for them and the reasons as to why they feel like something needs to be changed why it needs to be changed how it needs to be changed and um of course once you satisfy all those corners and angles then i mean you will have gotten them with no excuse at all then the second one is you need to ask open ended questions <clears throat> now open ended questions actually give um they they give the person who you're asking more firm of mind like they give them more free will to actually be able to ex- express themselves as regards to the product that they are selling the product story that you are selling and they get to tell you how what where and um i mean all the attributes of what they need or how they feel like the product should change so open ended questions you know you could mostly attribute your questions to what and how you know i, I very much encourage if you are actually going to in, in any conversation not only just in feedback acquisition um conversations but also in interactions with your friends you know when you're asking questions try to use the what and how you know um question tags 
and also try to be more of a listener than a talker you know when you listen you are by the way did you know that listen and silent have the same characters <laughs> anyway so you want to make sure that you listen more than you speak you know so you can be able to get all the information that you need to get and also one thing that can also come in as a bonus is you also want to pay attention very much to um that body language with regards to with regards to the words that they're saying if there is correlation you know and also that's also by the way a small tip for people that do negotiations as well um sometimes if you want to get to detect if someone is lying to you what when someone is actually lying their words are not cohesive with their body language you know so you need to pay attention to that very much and then i mean the body language can give you a lot more information than the words that someone says so pay, t- pay attention to that and you can also get um a bit of more dimension on 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 your on your perspective then the other one the third one is try to keep calm try to keep calm and don't be defensive you know because i know it can be very hurting i know it can be very um drilling when someone probably says that your baby is ugly <laughs> i mean i can only imagine it but it it, it it is it is a very uncomfortable feeling but yes if you actually want to make progress you need to be willing to be uncomfortable you need to get comfortable with being uncomfortable you know because if you actually want you know that they say the truth is what hurts the most you know the truth is always painful the truth is always painful and that's why most people who are very straightforward and they just say things the way they are they tend to have very few friends you know because very few people can actually contain the truth and stomach it and take it in good faith and um i happen to be also actually a victim of that kind of you know circumstance i have very few friends i have a very small circle and one of the reasons as to why i have that kind of circle is because i tend to be very direct like when something happens then then i don't keep it i don't wait for it to you know i mean like to 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 to, to like pass by i know i tell you at that very moment like if something goes wrong of course i will not i i do not do it in front of other people because then then that would make the person probably feel small so what i do is i normally like tell the person straight away for all the people that actually do know me in person they do know that when something goes wrong when i'm not when i'm not comfortable with, about something i'll talk about it then then i will say it and after i say it that will be the end of it you know we'll never talk about it again we'll never discuss it i'll never bring it in future uh, conversations and i mean that at that point is where it ends you know so most of the people most of my friends um they felt like i was too i don't know the word but just very uncomfortable to be around like they'll be like well, why don't you just bear with some things i mean i cannot bear with something if it is making me uncomfortable if it is stepping on my toes how can you be comfortable if someone is stepping on your toes you know you have to tell them hey you're stepping on my toes please make sure you don't step on my toes you know and then we can be comfortable together there is no way i can be in excruciating pain and pretend to be smiling anyway that's my personal thinking but 
Um, when you have your idea, of course, you may feel like you want to defend yourself. You want to cover here, cover there. But you just need to brace yourself and just go open-minded and you know just 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 go live you know and make sure and, and make sure that you're ready to be stabbed and hurt and punched because you are going to be stabbed hurt and punched but now but those stabs will actually be able to help you um understand how to improve your product and also how to um be able to make it more presentable and more likable to the person who you're going to be selling it in the future then the second one is um of course, you need the fourth one is you need to make sure that you take what you hear with a grain of salt. <laughs> you take what you hear with a grain of salt. Of course, there are going to be some things that are going to be very hurtful. You know, there's some people that may misunderstand you. They may there's some people that may not get the whole idea in general, and they will start telling you this and they start telling you that. And this we see it very much with most of the baby boomers. Um, for those who have parents that were born in the 50s and the 60s, they tend to, you know, when you bring to them a good, a good, an idea, a personal idea, then they start relating it to what used to happen in the 60s and the 70s and how things were and how they had a friend who did the same thing and it failed. How, you know, I mean, that kind of conversation is really, really bogging. Like, it, it can really bog you down, you know. And sometimes, sometimes you, f sometimes like for me, I struggle very much with um, consulting, especially people that are elderly. And before I actually consult them, sometimes I tell them not to tell me what they, how they used to do things back then, like uh, when they were young or their grandfather or mother or their father. I do not want to hear any of that because that no longer, it does not work in the age of now and today. Things are different. Things have changed. You cannot bring in examples and philosophies that used to work back then and think that because they used to work back then, they can work now. We live in an age and time where information is changing every after one minute. Something is coming up every after one minute. Something new is coming up every after one minute. Then things used to come up every after a month. Oh, yeah. You know, people do the same thing for three months, four months, and it's still the end of the day. So you cannot reference to me something that used to be done those days and you reflect it to me. Or probably if you have a friend that did the same thing that I want to do and they failed. I am not the person. I'm not. You're not that person. Now, you, you cannot start comparing me to someone that you met, someone that you knew, someone that I did not even know in the first place. And if actually... They did it and failed. I could have known about them if probably they were great at failing what they did. You know, just like Thomas Edison, he failed 10,000 times, is it? You know, and we, we know it. We know him for his failure more than his success. So if he was actually great at failing, I would have gotten to know about him. But probably he was a terrible person at failing. That is why I did not get to know about him in the first place. Which also actually brings me to a quick small tip. When you are interested in investing in an idea, try to make research on the people that have actually been able to um, develop something that it may not necessarily be the same idea that you are having, but probably something that is around or just on the corners of what it is that you are trying to come up with. <laughs> you know, so it is. it, 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 it can also help 
um, it can also help you to be able to um, direct your product and also give it more dimension as well. But I mean, th that's one personally. That's something that really, really, really stings me with asking people from the sixties and fifties who were born in the fifties and sixties. Sometimes that mindset is just very, very disheartening. Very disheartening. But anyway, of course, if you're producing a product for them, then you need to make sure that it suits their needs. Because if it does not satisfy them, then, I mean, you, you may find yourself consuming the product that you're producing. You know, so if, if that is your target market, I wish you all the best, but you will have to consult them. Then the last one and the fifth one is um, you also need to give the people who you're consulting um, your potential clients the access to 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 pre-order the access to pre-order like you know of course we have seen this very many times with um technology brands like samsung iphone nokia and, and whatever most times what they do is they they, they make a pre-launch you know like before they actually launch the actual product some guys some manager one of the, one of the guys at the top who's well acquainted with the device he will come in front of you with a projected screen behind him and he talks about the phone talks about the specifications talks about everything blah 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 blah, and then at the end of the day people can pre-order we've seen this very many times and i know that's not a new word so people can actually be interested in the idea before it is actually launched and they pay some money for it so if you are actually having an idea that you are seeking feedback for you can also give people the opportunity to pre-order once they feel like they are very interested in the idea and they would love to buy into it. You could give them the opportunity to pay before the idea comes out. Now, basically, pre-ordering is paying for something before it is actually created. You know, when you're just hearing about the idea and then you pay for it. The idea, of course, if, if it's going to come in from a product or a service, so you pay for it before the day is due. You know, even this is actually I've seen it with with movie tickets. You could buy a movie ticket before the movie is even out. You know, so in other words, anything that is paid for before it is actually in the market is what we call a pre-order. So you can let people you know do a pre-order for your product, and um, yeah, it could make a significant difference for you. You know, I mean that money you could use it to uh, to better the product as well or to just finish up here and there or probably could even start i mean consuming it as profit but i would very much um encourage that before you actually have your product selling you would not want to assume that any of your any of your expenses are already turning into revenue or even so profit so not until you actually have your product launched into the market should you be able to start calculating your revenue and you know differentiating um revenue and expenses to get profit by the way th now this is also a quick tip small tip some people tend to confuse uh, th there is a clinical difference between profit and revenue and expenses the expenses is the total amount of money that you use to produce one unit of a product you know, and then you multiply, if you have 10 products and you multiply that unit cost by 10, you know, by 1,000, by 2,000, depending on how many products you're releasing. So, the expenses is not just like the raw materials and all. 
but if you actually did include in transportation and calls and whatever coordination in other words all the coins that you used to see to it that that product is where it is at that moment the payments that you did transportation shipping everything that is inclusive of, of expenses now the revenue is what you get from selling that one unit what how much you get from selling that one unit of the product that you're selling now the profit is the difference between the selling price of that one unit and the cost price of that same unit the difference is the profit you know so that that, that is just a small tip of course probably um, for some of the most profound entrepreneurs who have done this for quite some time you understand that but for those that are actually um starting and you have this idea you know that is the clinical difference of profit do not confuse it with anything else all right so that is all i had for you guys today i hope that was beneficial i hope that was constructive and i hope you have been able to pick a few points here and there that can be able to help you and give you direction and perspective and just give you forward momentum in general you know so use the information that you've gotten to the best of your ability and of course information is only is only as important as and as viable as how you could put it to work so for whatever that you've gotten to learn make sure that you find ways of implementing it and putting it into you know putting it into work and get results as well and let me know what results you get as well please you can always um reach me on my social media um handles on instagram it is at this is hosni t-h-i-s-i-s-h-o-s-n-i on twitter it is actually um bricks built me b-r-i-x-b-u-i-l-t-m-e and then on facebook you could actually join the facebook community um it is called the the bricks community you could actually go and join in there so on, on whatsapp by the way you could text me on zero seven zero zero eight one four four and five i'll repeat it one more time zero seven zero zero eight one four four and five you could text me let me know what you're struggling with let me know what you felt like you needed more explanation on and i will find ways of getting back to you and if you also would like to do a personal consultation we could also schedule a 15 minutes phone call um preferably on face on on whatsapp or whatsapp call and then we can be able to iron out whatever issues that you're having and be able to get you back on the road and get that idea into a profitable business. All right, till next time, take care. Bye-bye.